Yo, what's happening, everybody? This is episode three of the Walkthrough Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Walker, Jaywalk, Jaywalk35 on the socials. And again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Welcome to the Walkthrough Podcast, episode three, My Cousins at the Pentagon. It's a hell of a name, and I'm going to dive into that a little bit later. But just as you all know, the Walkthrough Podcast is presented by... The Real and Progressive Politics, or commonly known as Trap Politics. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Trap underscore Politics. Um, I want to give a shout out to More Entertainment. Uh, shout out to our executive producer, TG the host. Make sure you show his brand some love. Uh, More Entertainment, Casper Entertainment. Shout out to all my friends over at the Winner's Circle. Uh, I want to thank everybody who has been following the social media, who's been sharing our graphics, who've been showing us a lot of love. We appreciate all the interactions that have been occurring on the web. So definitely keep them coming. If you have any topics that you want to talk about publicly or privately, do not hesitate to hit us up via DM. We can talk on the timeline. We can talk in the DMs, whatever's comfortable for you. We all about spread knowledge in any type of way. But... Before we get today's episode popped off, um, I'm only going to take up 10 to 15 minutes of your time today, but I just want to make sure that I send a lot of love and a lot of well wishes to everybody who has been affected by this coronavirus situation. In the past few weeks, this virus has started hitting close to home. I personally known a few people who have come down with it as far as just some associates of mine. And it's definitely getting a lot closer to our community. So definitely, again, I just want to send off some love to everybody who is dealing with this, whether you have it, whether you had it or a family member or a friend is dealing with it. And definitely just sending some positive thoughts and prayers to everybody who has lost a loved one so far. This is a very dangerous pandemic and we are going to get through this with just love and positivity as best as we can. So I definitely want to just make sure I said that. But with that being said, again, my cousins at the Pentagon, you got them. Apparently, I got them. Everybody got them. Everybody got a cousin at the Pentagon. So I wanted to make sure that I titled my episode that just because the last few weeks, apparently everybody's working for the government now. Everybody got a close relative that's working for the government. And apparently they got all these hidden scoops that we should know about. Martial law was supposed to, martial law has been about 28 to 48 hours away for the last three weeks now. But um, I just want to point out to a lot of people, be careful what you share. You know, when it comes to stuff like that, I know a lot of people have been receiving those forwarded messages. Like I got a friend whose uncle's wife's neighbor works at the Pentagon. They told us that these things are going to be happening. Don't listen to that stuff, man. And I'm not saying that to be like for you to just be like, F it, I'm good. But no, I'm saying it just because just like try to filter in what you take in and also filter in what you put out into the world. Like just to clear up some things as far as things that would impact you most, that wouldn't necessarily come from the Pentagon. That would come from like your state government. Like the federal government is going to send out like guidelines about what should happen and what's going to happen. But it's really up to your state government to implement whatever they see fit. So whether you live in Michigan, whether you live in Ohio, Illinois, wherever else, 
kind of just pay more attention to your state, your governor, and what's coming out of their office as far as for updates. I'm not telling you not to be prepared for everything. You know what I'm saying? You should always be prepared just because, like, you know, food, water, toilet paper, stuff like that. But things that those types of forwarded messages cause a lot of people to get scared. They cause a lot of people to panic. And that's how you see the fact that toilet paper was sold out all across America. And it's just like, fam, that's kind of like a result of stuff like that. So, again, if you got some cousins at the Pentagon... Tell them that you good. We all going to be straight. <laughs> so definitely with that. But the main chunk of this episode, I kind of wanted to dive into the stimulus check that is supposed to be coming soon. Uh, so the other day, Congress and Donald Trump, your president, he signed off on this stimulus package, which had a ton of things in it unemployment insurance unemployment payments different situations around that today though i'm going to talk about the hot topic issue you know the thing that's everybody's more concerned about is them checks it's time to get paid (laughs) so with that being said the 2020 stimulus check what is it so pretty much the government approved a check to go out to all of the americans adults for $1,200. So how do how do you qualify for that? So pretty much, and also I just want to be sure to make sure that if you follow the Instagram and Twitter, we have an infographic. Be sure to share that with your network or if you need to you know, follow up and think about other stuff, check with that. And also, I also want to say I am not a tax expert. You know, if you have a very specific tax situation, I advise reaching out to somebody who is works in the finance field who can help you whatever i can't really tell you what you're if you have an adverse situation i can just go over the the broad guidelines so pretty much single adults making under seventy five thousand dollars a year qualify for a one-time payment of twelve hundred dollars and for every child that you have ages 16 and under per household you would receive five hundred dollars um for married couples who make under $150,000 jointly, you will receive a single payment of $2,400. You will not receive a payment if someone claims you as a dependent, even as an adult. So something to keep in mind is there are a lot of kids in college who are 18, 19, 20, 21, whose parents still claim them on their taxes, who still claim them as a dependent. If you fall into that category, you will not receive a check. Now, there are some college kids who do file as an independent student who are not dependents of anybody. That's a different situation, and I'm pretty sure you would qualify for that $1,200 check. Now, let's say I qualify. How can I get paid? Where can I get my money? So pretty much most residents will begin to see payments within three weeks. The payments will be dispersed via direct deposit with the bank account information that the IRS has on file for you. So pretty much if you filed your taxes in 2018, if if you filed your 2018 taxes or 2019 taxes, which is what you would have filed this year, then whatever route the government sends you your money, then would that's how they would pay you. So if it's direct deposit, it would go to that specific bank account. And if you want would want to change that, you would have to contact the IRS yourself. The irs.gov is their website 
go through them or call your local tax expert. Just don't get scammed because I'm, I'm pretty, I'm assuming there's probably going to be some scams popping up about uh, we can make it $1,200 come faster. You know, some type of shit. I don't know. So be wary of that. But so let's say I make $77,000 or $80,000 a year. Do I qualify for the check? If you make between $75,000 and $100,000, your check will be in lower amount until it caps out at $100,000. So you will make some, your check will be smaller, but you will still get something until you reach that $100,000 threshold in your salary. Now, some people are saying like, oh, I heard it's going to, I'm going to have to pay it back. No, it's not. It's not taxable. The only way you would have to pay the, any amount back is if you are sent too much money. So if you if let's say they base it off your income in 2019 you're making 60,000 you will qualify for a $1200 check but let's say in 2020 your income jumps up to a larger amount you're making 80,000 then they would then they would ask for some of that money back cuz they would assume that you were making that throughout the year so they would ask for the extras back but outside of that, if you don't anticipate making that jump, then you will not owe anything and it is not taxable. So you are eligible for the stimulus check if you are unemployed. This this stimulus check has nothing to do with currently being unemployed. That's a whole separate different part of the package. Be sure to look into that. Um, if you receive Social Security or disability checks, you are eligible for a stimulus check. If you owe something I really want to point out, if you owe child support, that amount will be deducted from your stimulus check. So whatever situation you got with friend of the court, if you owe some cheese, let's say you, you're behind $700, they will take that out of your $1,200 your $1, check. So be wary of that. Um, if you are unemployed or did not pay any taxes, you are still eligible for the stimulus check. What you would have to do is hurry up and file like a turbo tax and claim the income that you did make because I know in the U.S., I don't know what the exact number is off the top of my head, but if you make under a certain amount of income yearly, you do not have to pay taxes. I think the number is somewhere between thirteen and $17,000 a year. It's give or take. It's somewhere in there. So again, if you didn't make enough money to pay taxes, you still can get a check. You just have to file and tell them that you didn't make enough money. You still have to file though, so they know where to send the money and stuff like that. Um, and if you have any more information, if you have a specific situation about your taxes or your how you your unemployment, please contact irs.gov slash coronavirus. Again, irs.gov slash coronavirus. I am not a tax person. Do not DM me. I will just DM I will just forward you to the IRS website. But definitely check on that. Um moving forward. Uh, I have a few minutes left. Trump extended the stay home guideline till April 30th. So pretty much what does that mean? Well, um, his, con his his guideline is not necessarily legally binding. It's just like a recommendation for all states to follow. It's up to the states to follow those. I know I'm speaking from my current state, Michigan. Our, our stay home deadline is April 13th and then they're going to reassess it. But I see them at least pushing it back to the April 30th date, if not longer. The um, April April 30th in itself from President Trump is a stretch just because I expect it to go well into the summer. So, again, 
brace yourselves. Don't be surprised if this goes into the summer. Um, something else. New York is doing pretty bad right now. New York, New Orleans, and Detroit are having like... New York is just a mess right now as far as like just the capacity that they have to serve the population that they have. They are experiencing a high number of cases and a high number of healthcare workers are coming down with the cases so they are understaffed and again this whole coronavirus situation the biggest impact of it is that it is a capacity issue there's not enough beds there's not enough ventilators um when you go to the hospital usually you have to for the coronavirus usually you're having trouble of breathing so they have to hook you up to a ventilator but you have to stay on that said ventilator for at least two to three weeks if i'm not mistaken and so when you have each patient coming in and taking up a ventilator for three weeks and you have the, you know, the the rate that this disease spreads is that we're not they don't have enough ventilators, not enough space. And they're, they're turning people away who need help and they don't really have the resources to even, you know, come down with it. President Trump is not being as aggressive as he should be with getting more ventilators, especially to New York. Um, their governor has been really he's been on Trump's ass. So. Definitely pay close attention to that. Uh, New Orleans, as of the other day, they stated that they might run out of ventilators by April 4th, which is like Friday, give or take, or Saturday. My days are all mixed up now. But please pay attention to that situation. Detroit is doing pretty bad as well. Cases are going up exponentially. So friends and family, if you're in Detroit, man, try your best. Stay safe. I know I'm staying down. Stay safe, bundle up, you know what I'm saying? Go, don't go out unless you have to, wash your hands, stuff like that. As of the last time I checked this this afternoon, there were 155,252 confirmed cases in the U.S. I believe the more accurate number is probably three to four to five times that. It's kind of hard to gauge. Um, but there is hope pending. I should say that as far as the social distancing thing, I know a lot of people and the economy is stressed right now about it, but um, they are considering doing some antibody tests. So what is an antibody test? So pretty much it's a serological test that is also known as an immunity test for the different antibodies to the coronavirus. So pretty much they would test people to see if they have built up antibodies in existing in their their system and so pretty much what an antibody is is that an antibody is the protein that helps the immune system identify and eliminate a threat and then once they are once the antibodies are created by the immune system they um they neutralize that threat and any forthcoming threat of the same nature so pretty much like an antibody would be cre- once you catch the coronavirus your body would fight it off once you defeat the coronavirus your body would fight it off and it would create antibodies to prevent it from ever coming back this specific strand and so antibodies are traceable in people's bodies long after the disease has left so pretty much it would show that you have had already had the disease and you will no longer catch it again up to their knowledge as so far so pretty much that would allow people to start being able to go back to work and start being able to frequent outside 
because they, they're no longer a carrier for the virus. And that also gives them an idea of how many people had it and how many people were carriers for the virus. So that's something to look forward to. So if you hear it, it's a serological test, it's an antibody test, it's an immunity test. So you might hear it referred to as any of those three ways. So if you hear that, that's what that means. So that's a pretty quick test as well. So look for that to be coming in the coming months. But um, we're based out of Michigan. I'm based out of Michigan. So something that was pretty important for me to cover is Governor Whitner, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, I should say. She's been doing a marvelous job. Trump has been on her ass and he's been really disrespectful, but she's really been like holding it down. And she's been she's been doing a pretty damn good job. I, I must say that. So I definitely want to give her some props. And as of this past Saturday, she signed Executive Order 2020-28. So pretty much this requires the reconnection of all water services that have been shut off to residents in the whole state of Michigan. And pretty much it's and that might not be a, a big issue in your state or your city, wherever you're listening. But in the city of Detroit, particularly, it was a huge issue. People were the waters were getting shut off for years. And then you have a pandemic like this comes around. There are thousands of water shut off from people who passed two bills, bills being overcharged. People just couldn't afford the bill. So waters, there are probably 5,000 people who have their water shut off in Detroit. Now, Detroit did, Detroit Water, um, Detroit Water did do something to where uh, they created a program that would help turn on the water for people who had shut offs, even if you owed. But there was some kind of strict criteria. Now I wouldn't call it strict, but there was some criteria to be to be eligible, and not everybody fit that. Literally, only like 800 people fit that. So you still have thousands of other people who didn't have water. And this is going on in Detroit. I'm sure this is going on in Pontiac, uh, different parts of Ben Harbor, Flint. It's probably going on in a lot of places. So, and it might be going on in your state too. So that might be something to bring up with your state elected officials and there to bring to the governor to get that going in your state if you are an outside listener but um pretty much this is requiring everybody to cut on water and this is making this is giving them support the local water companies this is the government will be giving them support as well as requiring them to actually keep up with the water companies and the information that they disperse so each water company has to report to the governor in the government governor's office about the access to clean water in their particular area. So that's really big because you can't keep people in the house without clean water. Like, and then you can't tell me to wash my hands when I don't have any water. So that's something really big. And if that's something that's happening in your state, in your city, outside of Michigan, please contact your elected officials. Tell them what Michigan is doing and see what they can do if they can create something similar. Um... Last but not least, I want to give a special shout out to my dog, Future, Future Hendrix. I know he gets a lot of flack in the media for being the toxic king that he is, but I want to give him a shout out for doing something positive. He started a mask on challenge and pretty much Future has an organization called the Free Wishes Foundation. And he is partnering with Atlanta Sewing Style. That's the name of the organization. And pretty much Future... And a future in these organizations have organized a team of over 500 tailors to create, cut, sew, and deliver medical masks for hospitals in need. So there's a large shortage of medical supplies. Future teamed up with some people 
and they got 500 tailors working like pretty aggressively to make sure that masks are being created and shipped out so that's super dope that's going to be super helpful especially in atlanta with the cdc being down there like it's it's going it's going to help out a ton and i appreciate anybody who's doing what they can to help out with this pandemic we're not going to get past as, a, as individuals we're going to get past this as a unit um be sure to wash your damn hands don't go out unless you have to please get some exercise though take a walk around the block don't touch nothing though just take a walk around go outside um tell your friends to follow try politics tell them to tap into the walkthrough again i appreciate you i'm recording this on monday afternoon it's about 5 30 if something drastic happens by the time you hear this if any time after that i'm sorry the news has been changing every day but appreciate y'all for listening and i'm gonna punch out